For UT Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. The University of Texas at Tyler Ben and Métis Fish College of Pharmacy offers a Doctor of Pharmacy curriculum that's quite popular. Dr. Amy Schwartz has been at the helm as dean and professor of that program since February of 2023, and she's our guest today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. During the recent convocation at UT Tyler, President Kirk Calhoun talked about each department embracing change at the university. What kind of change might we see at the College of Pharmacy? It's been a unique year for the college um, with the, with the uh, passing of the inaugural uh, founding dean coming in and, and working with the team and, uh, you know, showing them that life will be better. You know, we can, we can survive this. We can come back from this. Uh, that's some of the initial steps that are being taken. Um, and so those are some of the changes, you know, that, that I've been working on as far as, you know, building the team back up and enjoying, getting them to enjoy what they're doing, enjoy the, enjoy the practice of pharmacy, enjoy the research and things that they're involved with. But there's some other things we've got. Um, we're going to be taking a look at our curriculum and seeing uh, what other ways we might be able to improve it, see what other types of pathways we might be able to provide that would be beneficial for the East Texas region and the, and the graduates that we coming out and practicing in the East, Tex- East Texas region. So there's a couple things like that that we're looking at. We're also really excited about being part of the health sciences and growing and working with the other schools, uh, both in interprofessional practice and in research and education. So hopefully our students will get out and start engaging a little bit more with students in the other programs. Will you have any any involvement in the medical school at all? Um, not directly, really more indirectly as far as working with the faculty and administration in the medical school. But uh, they're, a, they're a good group, very open group, and so we really look forward to partnering with them. Now, what kinds of challenges are the young men and women who are part of FCOP going to be facing when they get out in the real world? Oh, wow. Well, there's never a shortage of medications that are coming out, new medications that are coming out, and trying to keep up with the medical literature as to not only the different types of medications, but the indications for the different medications. So they're always going to be challenged by keeping up with the literature that changes literally daily. So those are the things that they're going to be facing. I think, too, the practice of pharmacy is still evolving. And so getting into the more clinical arena, you know, being part of the team, both inpatient and outpatient. And so getting more engaged in that those processes. A lot of folks went into pharmacy because they wanted to stand behind the counter and and not have to talk to people as much. But pharmacy is very uh, engaging. You know, you you have to everybody you have to get out from behind the counter. You, you go in into what we call the stacks in the pharmacy and and engage with the patients and now in the pharmacies you're going to see um new wellness opportunities in the pharmacy. So everybody through COVID saw the vaccines that are being administered and getting out and doing that. And, but there'll be more with, you know, monitoring of blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. These are all things that could be done in the pharmacy. And hopefully we'll be seeing that grow. Um, the outpatient area is really where the growth and expansion is going to be because the focus is on wellness, keeping people healthy, keeping people out of the hospitals. And so those areas, geriatric care, these are all going to be areas that uh, the students will be facing. And 
just like myself, um, just being open and being part of the change and make trying to help move the profession along. Again, um, making sure we have our voice, but then also working collaboratively with the other health professionals because everything's got to be done in a team. Everybody has to communicate with one another for the best care for the patient. You know, you're teaching chemistry and dispensing, but what about that human touch factor? You, you, you mentioned that just a moment ago about coming out from behind the counter. Is that teachable or is that one of the things that you either have it or you don't? It's a combination of both in, in all honesty is, you know, so for example, myself, I am, uh, I consider myself an extroverted introvert. So by birth, I am an introvert. So talking to people, touching people, uh, is not an innate nature for me. Again, as I had mentioned earlier, that's why I went into pharmacy. I was hoping to be behind the counter making medications and all this other fun stuff. But um, as I practiced, I actually began to love that. And so I'm actually an ambulatory care clinician, which means I do practice in the outpatient clinics. So it's it's something that I think that everybody can learn and become better at and really the best way to really know your patient is to be able to have good open conversations with them, make them feel comfortable, uh, and um, really be able to read them. Tell me about this latest generation. What are they like and what are they going to be like, do you think? You know, the, I've seen a lot of generations change over time. And, you know, the, the students coming in now they're they're no different from an intelligence perspective. In, in fact, you know, on some levels, they've had exposure to different things because of technology that I would have never have had exposure to. But they're challenged because of all the um, technological nuances in in a bad way. They're sort of too reliant on technology, not reliant enough on themselves and their own skills, and so trying to help them uh, grow the life skills that they need to be successful uh, at the graduate level of education and then be successful in practice, we find ourselves having to teach a lot more of those types of skills um, because the medications, you can always look things up. There's, there's a lot of literature out there, and we can't at this point in time teach all of the medications. There's just too many of them. We focus on the most prevalent and sort of go from there. But where we see students struggle is mostly with the life skills uh, because um, for me, the technology came on much later in life and it was more supplemental for the students coming in. Now it's, it's essential. And so there's things that I was exposed to. I had to work through intellectually and otherwise that they haven't had to do. And so it's that it's sort of like, um, I don't want to say it's a maturity level because they're not immature, but it's it's really just like being exposed to life. What we're seeing is life crises and other things that they haven't experienced. And so helping them work through those nuances is, is challenging, um, but it's doable. It sounds to me like it's not that they don't have it. They just don't know that they have it. Absolutely. They all have it. They just haven't been tested. Our guest has been Dr. Amy Schwartz. To hear this conversation again or to share it, go to kvut.org. For UT Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis.